Hello there and welcome to my 15th podcast. This podcast is called Friendships. Hi there. It's been a few months since I've last done a podcast. A couple of months and anyway, during the summer things were busy so I wanted to think about uh, my next podcast and friendships came up mainly because during lockdown a lot of us had, haven't seen our friends or we've missed um, you know, having that night out with our friends and chatting away about inane stuff. Um, and I've kept contact with a lot of friends who are abroad and obviously I've moved to Scotland now so I don't have my close friendship group. So I thought mm, this could be a time when you could separate from friends and not see your close girlfriends or things like that. I've seen from uh, other people with Parkinson's um, their posts on Facebook or um, groups where they've said, you know, their friends have turned, you know, turned away from them because they can't accept the Parkinson's diagnosis or maybe can't accept the person when they're not feeling great or, you know, being slow. But I don't have that problem, I don't think, at the moment. Um, I've just recently been to London to see my close friends and um, I had a great time. Um, I felt unusually on top form. Um, there is the the fact that my friends have never really seen me on a bad day or when I'm slurring my words or without the alcohol. And, uh, you know, so um, maybe there's that argument, but I don't think so. They, my friends have been very supportive. Um, it's five years since my diagnosis and uh, still at this stage, um, I've kept up with people from 30 years ago, from two years ago, from 10 years ago. So um, there is sort of an element where you would imagine if you were seeing somebody on a day-to-day -day basis, they, they might sort of fall away. But um, so far, thank goodness, I haven't had that situation. I think it must be said that what, what uh, plays a part in uh, your friendships when you have Parkinson's is... It is a two-way system um, you can't expect, you know, friends to constantly be calling you. You've got to put some effort into it. But of course, with Parkinson's comes apathy and it is a symptom. Um, it is a, a serious symptom when it comes to getting up and living your life and doing exercise. So I would imagine if you have to work at friendship, it might not happen. So therefore, the friendship will separate. And this is sad, really, because... You need that um, support, you need that conversation, you need that um, closeness with somebody who hasn't got Parkinson's because, you know, your world becomes all about one thing and you don't want that. You want to have a multifaceted life. Um, so I think if you could try and really muster up, you know, for that one special friend even, you know, I think it would, you would reap rewards. I've maintained um, a friendship um, with uh, one particular girl um, who lives abroad and we've, you know, we might not, have, you know, keep in contact every sort of day or every week or even every month, but we're always there for each other. We joined um, a job uh, together 25 years ago um, and I, I was just thinking about, I saw her a couple of weeks ago and I was just thinking about how our friendship has developed and uh, changed over the years. Um, when we met, we were both sort of single or dating. 
then we both got married we had three sons um and life changed she went abroad and uh, but we kept in contact always and she's one of my biggest supporters and I'm one of hers and um, she's changed jobs and in fact we've both come to um be in the kind of health and well-being sort of frame of mind so from two sort of giddy sort of people having a drink and a laugh and getting drunk <laughs> to more sort of um zen out people is quite funny really um to uh see us talk now our subjects are vastly different and this is one of my friendships that i really you know cherish like other ones really um i have a lot of friends from you know 30 or 40 years ago and i cherish those because this um when you meet up there's no there's a history there so you know you don't have to really uh try too hard because they understand you and you understand them um introducing the parkinson's situation obviously i think makes them sad and um they're conscious of uh that but they're very supportive so all in all i'm an extremely lucky person but I'd like everybody to be lucky. I'd like everybody to keep their friendships going. Um, I think you maybe just have to understand that maybe your friendships will change. Maybe it's down to you to explain how you know you want the friendship to go on. Um, do you want your friend to be a carer? Do you want your friend to be a confidant? Do you want your friend just to be a friend? Just you know, so. Maybe we have to be honest with ourselves and uh, honest with our friends about how we want things to progress. But definitely relationships and friendships are extremely important to everybody, but also important to um, a Parkinson's patient or Parkinson's uh, person. Um, because you need that articulacy, you need that um, outside view of life. And uh, I think... If, if anything, my advice would be to try a bit hardest to maintain friendships, work at it. it. Everything takes work, marriage, parenthood, you know, going to a job, living life, getting up in the day. Everything takes practice. So maybe friendships take practice. Friendships, friendships that take practice are friendships that are perfect. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please get in touch if you have any comments or criticisms or... Any useful tips? I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye.